Hello and welcome to Hardcover Hose, a long-distance book club where two book lovers express their feelings on their book of the moment via podcast. I am one half of your host, Sam Dixon. And I am Sammy Scorstead. Together, we have combed through book talk, combined our to-be-read list, and now we intend to make our way through them one book at a time. We'd love for you to come along with us and join the discussion. Oh, and by the way, today is the third day of Bookmas. I'm just going to do this every week, or every day, and see if it sticks. So. Okay, and I'll make sure to be a little more enthusiastic. <laughs> by the afterwards. time we get to Christmas, we might actually be festive. Yeah, uh-huh. It's too early for me, but that's fine. The book of the moment for Bookmas Day 3 is In a Holidays by Christina Lauren. Just a forewarning for those of you listening, this is not a spoiler-free zone. We will be dis- discussing this book in all of its glory, which of course includes revealing the ending. The author of In a Holidays, Christina Lauren, is the combined pen name of longtime writing partners and best friends Christina Hobbs and Lauren Billings. The number one international best-selling co-author duo writes both young adult and adult fiction and together has produced 17 New York Times best-selling novels. Holy yeah. moly, I did not know that. <laughs> okay. Lauren has a PhD in neuroscience and before she made writing her full-time job, would spend her days doing nerdy research-type things wearing a lab coat and goggles. Sounds like a love hypothesis type stuff. Um, she is a silly mommy to two littles, wife to one mountain biking home brewing scientist, and an unabashed lover of YA and romance. Christina used to spend her days in a junior high counseling office surrounded by teenagers. These days, you can find her at her desk writing or watching BTS videos. She lives in Utah with her husband and daughter, thinks she's the luckiest person in the world to write books with her best friend, and is an unapologetic lover of boy bands and glitter. Massive mood. A yep. Massive mood. <laughs> uh, before we jump into discussing our own thoughts and feelings regarding the book, I'm going to go ahead and read through the blurb on the back of the book for the sake of contextualizing it. Quote, it's the most wonderful time of the year, but not for Malin Jones. She's living with her parents, hates her going nowhere job, and has made a romantic error of epic proportions. But perhaps worst of all, this is the last Christmas May will be at her favorite place in the world, the snowy Utah cabin where she and her family have spent every holiday since she was born, along with two other beloved families. Mentally melting down as she drives away from the cabin for the final time, May throws out what she thinks is a simple plea to the universe. Please, show me what will make me happy. The next thing she knows, tires screech and metal collides, everything goes black. But when May gasps awake, she's on an airplane bound for Utah, where she begins the same holiday all over again, with one hilarious disaster after another sending her back onto the plane. May must figure out how to break free of the strange time loop, and finally get her true love under the mistletoe. Jam-packed with Yuletide cheer and unforgettable cast of characters and Christina Lauren's trademark hijinks, this swoon-worthy romantic read will make you believe in the power of wishes and the magic of the holidays. I'm not going to lie. I don't think I've ever read the word Yuletide or hijinks. (laughs) Or hijinks. I've never seen – I don't think I've ever looked at the words before. I think I've only just heard them. So anyways, that was fun. Without further ado, let's get into it. Um, (laughs) I just want to say I completely feel like – the Grinch, um, when his heart grows oh, significantly, cute. like after reading window shopping, I was like, okay, just put yourself in the fucking mind space of like, enjoy the holidays and enjoy the romance. Yeah. And I really let myself enjoy this one. I went in a little skeptical, I think. And then I told myself to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um, and then I really enjoyed it. Question mark. <laughs> I found myself like I was smiling 
it's one of those books that I was just like smiling mm-hmm. and like at the at the literal like pages as I was going through the book. I was like, oh wait, this is cute. So. There's something to me about lifelong friends to lovers. Yeah, that it does it does something for me. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why, uh, but I like it. I this went in a different direction than I thought it was going to. Agree. I thought it was going to be Theo. Me too. I was like waiting. For... Me too. The whole time. <laughs> the whole time. And like it... she's gonna realize the whole point was not to 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 get with Andrew, but to get with Theo. Yes. Properly. Yes. Yeah, I completely agree. I also was kind of thinking by the end that maybe Theo also was having his Groundhog Day moment too, and that's why he was being so weird to her at the cabin. Oh yeah. And then I was like, oh, is this what's gonna happen? And they have to realize that they need to fix things with each other. But I'm 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 glad it didn't go in that direction. Yeah. I love the idea of Meg gets her crush from forever to fall mm-hmm. in love with her. <laughs> yeah. Um That was cute. I generally think the Groundhog Day thing is overdone, but I don't read it yeah. enough in books to feel like this was overdone. If that right. makes sense. When I first read it was because I didn't read the back. And so when I, like, realized it was going to be a Groundhog Day um, type thing, I was yeah. like, oh, shit. Okay. And then it was just a matter of, like, okay, how many times? Because it's easier to do it in movies because you can yeah. do it much quicker. Mm-hmm. But, like, for – I was like, how many times is she going to send her back to the plane? Like, how many times are we going to restart? And right. I felt like she did it enough, like, the right amount of times. Right. Like, it wasn't – like, I think one more would have been pushing it. But, I agree. I, th- yeah. I was waiting for one more, though. That's the thing. Yeah. And I think they did that on purpose. Yeah. Um, I also, like, I went and read the Goodreads reviews after this, because after I read okay. it, because I was curious. Uh, mm-hmm. And a lot of people were like, how can you have a Groundhog's Day book and only make her go back three times? And I was like, okay, did you really want to read the same the same <laughs> five-minute scene <laughs> over and over again? Oh, I didn't. So I'm glad no. that it stopped when it stopped. I exactly. think it was perfect. She it, knew people would just start skipping through that. Like, exactly. I, yeah. I was like, I think y'all make up the weirdest excuses not to like a book. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I agree with you. It's it's different than doing it in a movie where we can visually see or you can skip parts or whatever. But to send her back to the plane, we have to do every step again on exactly. a book. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I know there was – I went in. I was like, okay, I'm excited. But, like, it's also holiday romance. And then it had the ground dog, Groundhog Day thing. And I was like, okay. But then I do – I also really like the childhood romance thing. I love it. Thing. I love it. Yeah. I don't know why. There's just – I think there's something that's ingrained in our little animal brains from the time we're young that's, like, mm-hmm. in TV shows and stuff like that. That, like, the, the falling in love with your best friend from, like, kindergarten or whatever yeah. trope. And I think I just was like, oh, this is like it coming to fruition when they're adults and it's like applicable, yeah. you know, <laughs> um, I, yeah. which I like. Do you know what this book reminded me of when it first when I first started reading it? What? It reminded me of another book we've read. Can you guess what I'm thinking? Uh, okay. No. Uh, we Were Liars. It gave me the We Were Liars vibe at first. Oh, because they okay. all meet together at one time of the year in a specific place that means a lot to them. And then the second that she like quote like gets in the car crash but doesn't really get in the car crash, I was like, this feels like we were yeah. liars. <laughs> I think I shuffled We Were Liars into such a 
different um part of my brain for that Fair enough. um yeah that ending just traumatized me so like i don't even <laughs> think about the rest of the book well i was like the whole book i was like oh my god she's gonna be dead yeah <laughs> or, she's oh, that's fair. or everyone else is dead or, or everyone else is dead i was like i yeah. don't know what's going on <laughs> but, yeah but i'm traumatized yeah but that's what i was thinking at first and then i quickly got over it but Okay. I was kind of like, oh, they all meet at the same time in a special cabin. And then there's like the boathouse that they sleep in, like mm-hmm. things like that. I was like, this is so weird. <laughs> I was, as soon as I read it was taking place in Utah, I, I was, part of me was like, oh no, are they Mormon? But I didn't think about that, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, that's fair. I'm glad they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> that would have thrown a, a, a wrench in uh, especially plans. Going from, yeah, especially going from window shopping where I was like, okay, this Smut. is smutty. Yeah. And then there's just not going to be Christina Lawrence smut. thing is like a fade to black anyways. Exactly. That's yeah. what I was – I remember reading Unhoneymooners and yeah. being like, what? Like, that's anticlimactic. Like, where's the mind? I don't mind fade to black, but – Oh, I guess I'm just a slut then. Well, <laughs> oh, okay. You said it, not me. Um, <laughs> I think there's a time and a place. I think for a normal, like, romance book, I'm okay with either, like, fade to black or smut. Uh-huh. Uh, because sometimes I think they do too much when they're adding smut. I really, truly believe this. Like, like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know who, uh, like Sarah J. Mass. I think it's too much. She does it too much. Okay. It's like, there's no, you take away from the plot and just give us sex scene after sex scene after sex scene. Like, I, I like, I like it. I'm there for it. But that's why if I'm going to read that, I know that's what I'm getting. But if I want yeah. like an actual story with actual plot, I'm okay with fade to black. <laughs> if, it, yeah. if that means I'm actually, the story is going somewhere. <laughs> That's fair. Okay I felt it. like I felt like a court of mist and fury was like an okay amount, and oh, then a, a court of silver flames took it. Yeah, I was just like too far. This yeah. is like eight hundred pages of too much. You know, <laughs> yeah. this book could have been three hundred pages without yeah. this much. <laughs> yeah. Hey, okay. Okay. Um, okay. Back to this book. Back to this book. Um, I liked Andrew. A lot. I so too. I think that helps when you like the love interest. Yeah. When there's a highly unlikable love interest, I have a very hard time enjoying the story, as mm-hmm. we know, <clears throat> Brendan. Um, mm-hmm. So, but I liked Andrew. You know who I felt like uh, Christine and Lauren were? How I don't know even how to. Christina and Lauren is what I'm going to say. Yeah. I guess how they were like describing him um, was very Harry Styles to me. I don't know why. They were like his fluffy brown hair and his yeah. green orbs, pretty much. And I was like, <laughs> wait, Wattpad, is that you? <laughs> yeah. And then I think just like the, they're like back and forth, like on the porch mm-hmm. um, that they had. And like he was kind of like, he was charming in a little bit of a cocky way. Yes. And I was like, this I is th- Harry Styles fan fiction. Yeah, but also Confirm. really, really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, you gotta love Benny. I love an Australian I love side Benny. character. I yeah. love I love just the funny guy character. I think that's just my thing. Maybe that's because that's who I wanna be when I grow up. Yeah. <laughs> just the funny character on the side. Mm-hmm. Um but I loved Benny. And I loved that he was so just like respectful of May that even though he didn't believe her at first, he was like, yeah. Oh shit, okay, well. Yeah, guess this is what we're working with. All yeah, right. literally. Like, I don't know if I would have reacted that well to somebody no. saying they're in a Groundhog Day. No, and then when I would have like, reacted oh my like, God, it's like gra- yeah, and he's like, <laughs> it's like Groundhog Day, and she's like, what? <laughs> she hadn't seen the movie. Yeah, that was, <laughs> I was good. like, oh, that was funny. That was big funny. Um, yeah, and I liked the idea, like the whole concept that um, 
she's going through this and she doesn't know how to get out of it. So she just starts saying fuck it to things. Yeah. Like that's what I would do if I was stuck mm-hmm. in a Groundhog Day situation. 100%. Because like at that yeah. point, whatever your anxiety tells you, you're already stuck in this horrible loop. So you may as well just say fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I loved how she told Andrew. Yes. That. Oh my. Like the way she did it in just a like you. Like I want yeah, you. I want you. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah, that yeah. was so – I was like, you go, girl. Get yeah. what you want. You, you say what you want and you get it. Like, mm-hmm. respect. At that point, I was still waiting for it to be Theo, but yeah, I still really liked that. Yeah. Um, I thought their little, like, um, time in the closet was funny, right? Mm-hmm. And then also in the, like, walk-in pantry in the kitchen. And yes. then uh, yeah. Miles, Miles comes in yeah. and, and – uh, Andrew's like hiding behind May. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just like, this is comedy. Like, I would yeah. have watched this if it was a movie, to be honest. Yeah. And I don't really feel like that way about a lot of <laughs> holiday yeah. books and movies. I, but I, I, I like this. Like, I feel like this could be Netflix's next. Um, 100%. Yeah. And it yeah. might be better depending on the writing and the filming and all of those aspects and it might include be... christine and lauren and their production team yeah that's the key for any it really adaptation. is <laughs> if you look at any of the adaptations from the last six years mm-hmm. like the ones that did well had like the allowed author. the author to have a say in things mm-hmm. like like all of john's movies that were produced right the fault in mm-hmm. our stars paper towns even the uh, Looking for Alaska series on Hulu, like, yeah. they're all good. Like, they're all mm-hmm. really good because they gave him a say, not in casting, right? But they yeah. gave him a say on on the script and things like that, which gives me a lot of hope for these kind of movie ad- adaptations going forward. Maybe Hollywood has learned their lesson. Yeah. Don't exclude the person who wrote the story yeah, or you're going to exactly. fuck it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And you're going to lose money. So just bite the bullet and pay the author now. <laughs> yeah, no, literally. Um, yeah. I also had such a strange feeling of elation knowing that Benny lived in Portland. I don't know why. I think oh, it's yeah. just the feeling of like lots of books are set in New York and it used to make me yeah. excited when I was living in New York to do that. But yeah. then it's like nowhere else is as significant as New York City. Sorry, every other place ever. But mm-hmm. um so I was like, this is the weirdest feeling that I am in Portland and this guy's from Portland. I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Trippy. And when we learned that he was secretly like super rich. Yeah, I loved that. I when like, he was like, you heard of Spotify? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was so funny. I'm like, how much is Spotify paying Christina Lauren to be included in that book that, instead of Apple, oh my God. Apple Music? <laughs> Literally product placement right there. Literally. You know, we don't uh here at here at Hardcover Hose, we don't discriminate where you listen to your things on because we are mm-hmm. everywhere. So just listen. And <laughs> I also felt the pain of not having a Spotify wrapped um <laughs> this year. So take that uh how you will. Yeah, I am yeah. that kind of weenie who has both. So to be yeah. fair, I have the family version of Apple Music because that's what my little brother uses. So mm-hmm. I'm paying for it anyways. I may as well use it. Yeah. Yeah, and I used to use it when I commuted. Anyways, this is off topic, but I I stand Spotify. (laughs) (laughs) And again, not because they own the production company that that we run our podcast through. But (laughs) oh, okay, did not know that. (laughs) Yeah, we got a little we got a little wrapped for our podcasting this year. It was very Mm -hmm. cute. Shout out to the twenty people who have us as their top podcast. We appreciate you. I know that was so cute. 
Isn't it so cute? It's probably our friends and family who yeah. downloaded whatever to be like, oh, how cute. You have a podcast. I, I guess I'll listen to once. a podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's you fine. know what? We appreciate it nonetheless. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what else happened in this book? <laughs> I know. I feel like the one thing I really wanted to- Okay. The what? thing with Theo, because I, I'm I was stuck on like, okay, it still has to be Theo, like huh. for so much of the book. And I think it like I'm glad it ended up being Andrew, but I think it would have been really fun if she had if Theo had like really been like may like can we please talk like because i do think he kind of had maybe in his head at least until like the last like little bit where it was like maybe it was he's just a player and he wanted may to like him because yeah but like before that i was kind of like oh it was like he it's also the player trope where his best friend from childhood Uh, is his one person uh, and um so i thought it might have been that and i thought maybe this was going to be the week that he was going to finally make a move and he did that the first week obviously when they kissed and it was really horrible um (laughs) and but i thought like and then when may came back and she just kept trying to like avoid him because she didn't want that to happen again Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he was finally going to be like May like hey can we like talk or like please hang out with me kind of yeah. essentially and he was going to like make a move in that sense I don't know like I there were a lot of things where I was like looking for that to happen yeah and I think that was kind of part of it like we, yeah. we Christina Lauren obviously was 17 New York Times bestsellers yeah. obviously knows what knows. people look yeah. for in books right so I think they may have done that on purpose to like keep us on our toes the yeah. whole time and then I was like the closer I was getting to the end the more I was like okay it has to be Andrew then because yeah. there's they no way it wraps it. up yeah. yeah there's no way um and also I just can't see May shifting her her mindset when you've had a crush on someone for the majority of your life sure. you're not it's not very easy to switch out of that I know, but that like that happens in like yeah. movies and and books and stuff. Like it's the person in front of you the whole time. Yeah, that like yeah, I know. That's true. Ugh. That's true. Before we move on to discuss the rest of in a holidays, let's listen to a quick word about the brand sponsoring today's episode. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Real quick, before we move on, we just want to remind you all that today is the third day of our 12 Days of Bookmas Marathon. That means you'll continue to have us all up in your podcast subscription box for the next 10 days. Uh, we hope you'll continue to join us for our 12-day bookish marathon leading up to Christmas Day. Um, you know what pissed me off? What? What, what were you going to say? I was going to say I don't, have, I don't know what else to talk about. Oh, I have something that pissed me off. Okay. Um, I could not believe that May was telling Andrew that she hooked up with Theo the first time around. Yeah. I, I was like, that's something you hold in. That's definitely <laughs> it. You know, you got a second chance for a reason. 
that's something you hold in. And I know she was like, I wanted to build a relationship off of honesty. I get that. Yeah. I respect you for that. However, I don't think I would have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that I is feel- like so, like, no wonder Andrew reacted the way he reacted. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's interesting because it was, it did all happen over two days. And like, I also get where she was saying was like, why is he so like I mean I guess it was to prove that like he really did love her mm-hmm. and um but like the way he reacted to that after just like two days of like being together mm-hmm. and it was like oh shit there are a lot of emotions in here but also like yeah I guess I I don't know if I would have told him because I I feel like I would have like it would have hung over me if I hadn't said yeah. that and like, I probably would have just, like, all right, I'm going to dissociate and just blurt it out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> just get it over with. Mood. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was waiting for the third act breakup, right? Yeah. I was also waiting, like, Always. what if she fucks up and she goes back to the airplane? Right. There? And I was thinking about that the whole time. Like, what if, like, she's made all this progress and has all these real feelings with Andrew and then has to go back to the plane and this- start over? Okay, so I know what Groundhog Day is, but I've never actually watched it. Um, what? <laughs> um, are there, like, resolutions to the time loop? Like, where you get to a point where you know you're not going to go back? Or, yeah. Okay. I mean, Did- I guess I haven't seen that movie since I was, like, 11, maybe. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I kind of felt like, like, would she just continue? Or, like, once she made it past the car crash, she knew she would be fine? Oh, or... yeah. yeah. Okay. I think it's... It, I, I honestly now I can't remember what happened in Groundhog Day to make it resolved. I know it's in other movies, but I can't, like, There's usually picture... something where, yeah, like, once you make it to that point, you know you're uh-huh. good. Okay. Because it's it's once you make it past the point that you haven't made before, you're good. You fix the time loop. Okay. Like, since she makes it past driving home with her parents, she knows she's, she's good. Right, okay. Because she's okay. never made it past that point before, even right. the first day. She didn't so. even She didn't even go home with her parents, did she? To she be went, honest, now I don't remember. <laughs> I think she went back, um, they drove to... Denver? Yeah. Okay, then that I makes think, sense, because then yeah. she broke the loop. Yeah, okay. And okay. made it past that day in yeah. a different way. But, yeah. Um, yes. Yes, that. Um, yes. <laughs> words. Words. I, this is why I shouldn't write my notes. <laughs> or yeah. if I should, I should type them afterwards because they're squiggles. <laughs> I just, I have the, I'm unhinged in the fact where I was like, okay, I'm just going to remember to think about and talk See, about this. I have a, the brain of a goldfish, literally. Mm. Like when I read a book, I forget everything except what happened in the beginning and what happened at the end. Okay. Sometimes yeah. I don't even remember what happened at the end. <laughs> there was... I oh you know what I did appreciate so even though there wasn't like it obviously wasn't like smutty like window shopping but the tension was really good yeah and, like agree yeah and the build up and like it was like slow burn yes enough yeah and then like like I remember the way he kind of held her when they were sledding and what yes. he what did he whisper in her ear um I forget but it was like I was like oh okay. Because even then, <laughs> she didn't know if he was feeling her, feeling her or not. Yeah, and then correct. that was like confirmation of like, okay, this is the direction we're going in. Then. Right. All right. 
I I really just appreciated also like how funny he was. Like their friendship yeah. was very good, and I know yeah. that comes with like having a lifelong friendship that 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 is that strong and consistent. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but that's why for me also like the, in the epilogue when they get engaged six months later. Yeah, I was okay with that. Usually, yeah, I would. I was be. okay. With I that absolutely too. would not be under any other circumstances. Usually, however, yeah. they, they knew each knew other, each other for life. like yeah, literally since they were born. So. Yeah. I was okay with that. <laughs> it yeah. wasn't like they were strangers. They realized they were in love with each other for forever. Uh, and then they acted on it. So I was like, good. Yes, get engaged. You do mm-hmm. that. Um, I like the way that it happened. I love that Ben yes. is refurbishing it. And it has been his little hobby. And he and they mentioned, like, he's actually happy. Yeah. There. Uh, so I was cute. Like, good. Love Benny. Side characters deserve more happiness. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. And I just really appreciated that. And also, like... That was my thing from the beginning was like, okay, obviously has something to do with the cabin too. Right. And I love that like May was so nervous to ask Benny to co-sign. Yeah. And he was like, and oh, I already made it. I offer. bought it. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It's mine now. <laughs> yeah. Like, but aw. like, but like, is it important to you that you have it? You yeah, know, he like, was so sweet. Yeah. Was, I think like Benny was maybe one of the best side characters I've read in a book this year. Especially a rom-com like side character. And the thing is, is it's like. Since he's far older than her, like he's her parents' Mm -hmm. age, it was one of those things where you like know there's not any romantic connection there. You know, it's just a genuine connection, right? And I think that's always something you kind of are looking into a little too much in books. You know, Mm -hmm. like is this person? Do they potentially have ulterior motives to being your friend? (laughs) Right. And this was just like pure, unadulterated. Like I am your kind of father figure, but. Because her dad's more like an dick, uncle, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. the fun uncle. Yeah, exactly. Loved Benny. I also loved um, how unhinged Aaron and Kyle were. Yeah, so Kyle. Yeah, like they're the midlife crisis, the dyeing the hair, the so, like, yeah, so funny. And then the by the time the epilogue rolls around, and they're like, "That was the shortest midlife crisis yeah. ever." <laughs> I was like, "That's so funny." Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> there was a lot of real humor in here. I think the thing about like uh, these adult, new adult romances too is like it's funny mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's so real. It's not like sometimes in YA you get like these really unrealistic things that happen that are supposed to be funny and you're like I was in high school that would never happen you know yeah yeah never ever 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 this yes was like oh yeah all of these things do happen and the way you put them together were very funny yes you know minus the groundhog day yeah minus the groundhog day thing maybe I mean just because it's never happened to us would you believe me if I was like in a groundhog day situation and I was like trying to tell you something like that I was in the groundhog day would you what would be your like immediate reaction would it be like you lost your mind (laughs) Um, initially, yes. And then I would say, I like, like how she used, okay, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. And then tell me something in case I get sent back that nobody else knows. Exactly. I Mm -hmm. like that she did that word. Mm -hmm. And then Benny was like, wait, how did you know that? And I like, also, I liked the secret that he was like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) like a, what was it? Like a A dance dancer or something at a a bar in Arizona or something. Yeah. Oh, so funny. <laughs> I love Benny. <laughs> and, like, I know about your secret stash of, stash of mushrooms, okay? He's like, you do? <laughs> Who <laughs> told you, know? you about that? Have you had some? <laughs> you did. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. So funny. That was why, also, I really appreciated the thing with the um, the dog, Miso, ruining 
uh, Andrew's sweater. Yeah. Because the second that happens and they lock eyes, he realizes, like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. But he wasn't mad at her for, be like, going crazy. It was still, like, hurt over. Yeah. But there's also the that end. little bit of confirmation really could have helped him. For oh, sure. yeah. 100%. Because, <laughs> uh, like, I'm pretty, like, I feel like if you told me that you were in a Groundhog Day thing, I think mm-hmm. at first also I'd be like, okay. Uh-huh. Okay, but do then you, do I you have like a he... number I could call? Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you need some help. <laughs> so I definitely think, like, if that were to happen, ask me. Is there something I can tell you that nobody else knows or something? <laughs> right. I think that's definitely she. She knew what to do to to make yeah. herself. I like that about her too. Like, you're in this completely strange, chaotic moment, but like, you're being smart about it. Yeah. I also I like, like I I also enjoyed and this is just personal preference, but I enjoyed that Christina Lauren did not um describe in too much detail when May would die again and reset the loop. I'm yeah. just not a gory death kind of person. And so like the ways that she died, you know, falling down the ladder staircase thing to the attic right, right. splat, right? And then the, the tree Falling on her. Falling yeah. on her. Like, all of those things, uh, I'm glad we did not get detail on. So, thank you for that. <laughs> Why? Okay. And then in the in the parts, or in the part where she almost went back again. Like, the, mm-hmm, um, the, the car, car crash. crash. Yeah. And then the, um, the sign mm-hmm. that fell. Mm-hmm. Why do you think she was almost going back? Um, I think it was to set things right with Theo, which is what she wasn't doing. Okay. But that was at first that was the first moment when I was like maybe Theo's locked in the time loop too. Okay. And because she got she pissed him off or whatever, like this is not yeah. supposed to happen like this, so the universe is being like ah ah, ah bitch. <laughs> I but like the thing is she was trying to set things right with Theo. Yeah, but I think in it was like that moment where like Theo catches him and her and uh right. Andrew in the store in the little yeah. gift shop and then is like frustrated and stuff and then he walks away right but she ran after him and was like yeah trying. i don't know i think i missed something <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> uh. <laughs> us every every book we read i think we missed something <laughs> i know i think i was reading too fast um. um what did you think of the the grand gesture well technically um. there were two actually she had a grand gesture which i liked which was the the sketch? Wait, what? Like she drew, <laughs> she drew a picture with charcoal and stuff of like Andrew and her when they're older. Oh yeah, and oh, clearly that's... in love. That was really cute. And she has like this moment of like confession on yeah. page two eighty question mark. I have it written down. That's the only legible thing on my notes, so I'm running with it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, Let me yeah. Break yeah. up my book. Yeah, 280. 280, she has this, like, confession. Hold on. I'm... Technically, it starts on 279. It's called happiness. So she goes, there's something so intimate about sharing things out loud you could never say to another person, I say. Letting someone really see you, minus the filters. So I'm sorry that this whole situation is such a bummer, and I'm sorry if the intensity of my feelings for you made you move faster than maybe you would have otherwise. But I've loved you since I knew what love was, and I can't undo that. I would never wish to take that away. Loving you is all the proof I needed that love can last decades, maybe even a lifetime. Who knows? Clearing my throat, I add without thinking, but let's hope I get over you. Because otherwise, that would suck for both of us and your future wife. 
And it was just like, aww. <laughs> and then she's like, laughs out an awkward haha, but the room goes deathly silent. <laughs> like, massive mood, girl. Massive yeah. mood. <laughs> she says something also, I think, on this page, maybe, about him being her dream person. But I don't know if it's this page, but I yeah, think it I might remember be the that. page before. But yeah, I remember being like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. that's sweet. Yeah, I don't know where it was, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it was on the top of page two seventy nine. But anyways, um, <clears throat> yeah, I was really like, aw, romantic grand gesture, and then mm-hmm. it doesn't work. So then you're like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> but then yeah. it did work. It did. We just didn't know that, right? Um, and then I loved his grand gesture, which was like all the little Hershey's kiss peppermint yeah. ones up the stairs. And then when he's, cute. he's all joking about how it turns out it's not really white chocolate so he can respect her again or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mood. Um, <laughs> I just thought it was very cute and I enjoyed the romance and everything mm-hmm. in it. Um, did you have a favorite line from the book? I think it, I think it was probably that confession. I have that one marked as my. That's why I have it yeah. marked. Yeah. I think I that's. Think I have one more because uh, I have two of the same color marked. What was it? Oh, it was just really little, but it was when um, May is talking to Ricky, Andrew's dad, and is saying, like, she fucked everything up, basically. Mm-hmm. And Ricky rumbles a sigh into his coffee. It'll be okay. Things always look worse from the inside. And I was like, yeah, it's true. That's true. Very true. That's true. That's a good little little piece of advice. And then the confession. Those are my two. Those are my two yeah. lines. I wasn't really feeling like uh, looking for lines. I think I was just really enjoying. I like I mark when I like things, but that doesn't always mean like this is like the best line I've ever heard. Right? It's just I, like I like this moment. I think I was reading through it so fast, and I was so much more there for the plot and the story than I was looking. Like I feel like there's a trend of like there are certain books I go into where I'm like, okay, this is going to be like literature you know yeah yeah and then there's like stories where i'm just like i'm not thinking about stopping and like noting lines i like you know so this one frankly i didn't know anything mm-hmm. and then when you said that when you like pointed out that page that like that confession i was like oh yeah i did like that yeah so that's what i made my favorite line did you have a song that reminded you of the book no honestly and this is the cringiest thing i'm ever gonna say but all i want for christmas is you or literally (laughs) mistletoe by justin bieber oh it's true because they did the first oh shit that's a good point i don't know why we didn't think of this when we were reading window shopping that we can just use a christmas song for everyone because christmas songs are so cliche but i guess they fit (laughs) i know i know but like i want to be deeper than that oh so funny yeah i was like oh i mean yeah this this fits right (laughs) yeah um yeah well it appears we have reached the part of the episode where the two of us come up with the final overall rating for the book. Ratings are set to a five-star scale and will be averaged out between the both of us at the end. Sammy, what's your rating? I think I'm going to go with a four. I liked That's I fair. liked it for what it was. That's yeah. really fair. I am unhinged, and I've said that word like three times in this podcast episode. Yes. I'm sorry, everybody. That's, That's the word how the unhinged you That's are. That's how unhinged I am. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give it a five. I oh, enjoyed okay. this book. It was not the most beautiful piece of literature I've ever read. But I found myself crying a little bit, smiling. What? I was okay. laughing out loud. I was just, this was one of those fives that is just the experience. It, the whole okay. experience of reading this book was a five for me. So what I. What was the Goodreads rating? 
mostly fours. I don't know what it is, okay. but I looked at the little levels of what everything is. Most people give it a four. But okay. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. This is a five for me. I very much enjoyed okay. it. I'm letting myself love the Christmas season. I mean, I always do, but yeah. it feels a lot like less Christmassy in the last couple of years. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm letting myself enjoy it. God damn it. And this was okay. the start of that. So good for you. Yeah. Well, unless you have any further remarks. No. The final rating with the math. Oh, uh, is it three? Uh, no. 4.5, nope. 4.5? <laughs> 4.5, yes. Look at me. Sorry, I thought you said a three for a second. No. And I was like, no. I still would have been wrong in my math. Yes. That was the case. But, yes, you, know. you would have. <laughs> okay. I think that's where we're going to have to leave it for this episode. Before we part, we'd just like to thank you for listening. There's so many different ways to spend your time these days, and we are extremely thankful that you've chosen to allocate some of your time with the two of us. If you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to leave a review on whichever platform you are listening on, if applicable. If you have any further questions regarding topics discussed throughout the episode, feel free to join our Hardcover Hose Discord server via the link in the show notes or send us an email at hardcoverhosepod at gmail.com and we will be sure to get back to you. Feel free to recommend books to cover in future episodes as well. As always, I am Tim Dixon. I'm Sammy Scorstad. And this has been an episode of Hardcover Hose. If you enjoyed this listening experience and you'd like to follow along with us next time, the next book on our to-be-read list is The Holiday Switch by Tiff Marcello. But tomorrow we will not be discussing The Holiday Switch. Instead, we have a special episode in store for you. So plan on hearing us discuss The Holiday Switch on Friday. Until we meet again, enjoy your reading.